You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hello there. Welcome to Club Nintendo Level 137. How's it going today, Mr. John? It's swell, Tim. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I now understand Pokemon Go much, much more. And why is this? Um, so before, I just kind of just casually done it, like, in a few minutes of spare time. Or, like, before an activity I'm already going to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm training for this really long ultra marathon in October. And a part of that is doing long runs on Saturdays and eventually Sundays as well. And I decided, you know, so normally in these long runs I run and then walk a little bit, you know, alternate. So I decided if I'm walking, I'm just going to let Pokemon Go kind of be my walking time. And um, so 17 miles of Pokemon hunting. And it was pretty wonderful, I gotta say. That's a, did you hatch a lot of eggs? That's a lot. Of I, I did. So that was the cool. Like, so in the games, you you have to do the same thing in the game to hatch eggs. It's all about steps in, in the games to hatch eggs, right? Mm-hmm. So that they basically took that exact same mechanic that you don't really get the exercise of in this video game to the real life, where I'm I'm running like five kilometers and I hatch an egg. And then there's some other two, and I guess there's some other ten. But did a lot of egg hatching, and I hatched some cool ones like Rhyhorn, which I also caught that day. Nice. But I also hatched. I like this guy. What's this guy? Uh, growl, growl, growl. Growl it. Yeah. Very I, nice. I hatched him. Very nice. Vulpix. Oh, I, you had some Vulpix. That's really cool. I either hashed them or found them. I forget which. Vulpix. You don't see too many of. I. They're not at least in my area. Yeah. There's not too uh, many. So I really started to understand this as far as, like, I think this would be really cool for people to be, become runners and be a Pokemon Go runner, you know. <laughs> Did you see anyone else playing while you were out? I'm trying to think no no i did not maybe one or two others but then again i was not in the most populated areas well i know where i go the parks and mountains and walking trails and all that everyone is playing like it's now in manchester i guess there's a gathering of like 500 or so people on friday night it was like a facebook event yeah, to do this like there's there are big events locally. I've oh, no, I've yeah. been literally right now like the downtown near my house probably has a thousand people. Like literally every night, every this week, there's been a thousand people just hanging out, you know, putting up lures, yeah. getting all the pidgeys, you know. Just. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun doing my run, and then the the key the great design with this is the audio design. So the audio cues will tell you, and you're not looking at it. If a Pokemon is ready to be caught, yep. or if you're by a Pokestop, and so you can, you, yeah. Um, I've not got that in the work. Like if I turn my screen off, it just shuts down oh. the the egg walking and all. The, no, no. What you got to do is uh-huh. uh, um, put. Do you have you turn on battery saving mode in the settings? Well, what does this do? What does this? So do? what it does? Let me open up the app. 
See, the big problem it doesn't explain is, anything. Doesn't explain it does, anything. Yeah, here. well, the app doesn't explain anything. Period. The big so, problem, yeah, because I set the screen is, off and thought like it's going to keep running, and the egg thing didn't progress at all. You're supposed to keep the app open all the time. It's pretty much the only app I use on my phone anymore. Because it's just <laughs> is like, that right? Is that right? I mean, I'm, well, I was running Run Keeper as well as Pokemon Go at the same time. Kind of the battery drain doing that. But so it, you it put works. on battery saving mode, and what happens is when you turn your phone upside down, it puts mm-hmm. the screen to sleep. So what you do is you're walking around and you hold your phone to your side upside down. It goes to sleep. You can feel it vibrate. You still get all the walking credits. Well, I'm running like this. My phone's upside down. Okay. Yeah. So you just okay. put, it, put it down to your side and it'll put the screen to, in the uh, sleep mode. It's the screen actually is like it's not. It's the it's device a, is not asleep. Not asleep. It's they dim the brightness and they put up a black screen with a faint Pokemon Go logo. So it saves battery. It's battery okay. saver mode. It's not asleep. Um, okay, but you, but so that is a problem. Yeah. I tried to turn down my brightness of the screen, and when I put it all the way down, I then had the conundrum of not being able to get it bright again because of the sunlight and not being able to see anything. See, see anything. That, that, yeah. was, that was quite the conundrum. So uh, so that is a, a thing. So the battery saving seems to be key. Use that mode. I'm, I'm uh, curious. Did you have a battery pack with you while you I were out running? I did not. I did the first 10 miles and took a little pit stop to um, – Get a little bit of uh, new water bottles and um, ate some frozen Reese pea bar cups. That's was pretty mm, pretty nice uh, really mid run mid run fuel. You know, I bet yeah, that sounds um, awesome. So I charged up there and uh, was good to go after that. Cool. Uh, but yeah, been, my phone my phone was not not happy at the end. It was very dead. But yeah, I mean, uh, I've been walking around with my battery pack everywhere because of this game. Like no joke. But I got you got. Do you have the plus? I do have the plus, but I, ch- okay. I charge my the phone plus, three times a the day plus now. The plus goes pretty Pokemon. good. It, not with Pokemon Go open all the time, it doesn't. It's true. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tim, I have this app open yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> okay, okay. But now. it's been uh, it's been really kind of interesting playing this. Like, uh, re- just this is like real life Pokemon, John. I'm just now realizing this because so I'm running around just like you would in the game, and there's Pokemon all over where I'm running. And there are these poke stops, and just like in the game, John, you cannot buy pokeballs mid catch. If you run out, I that Pokemon's gone. I, I discovered sucks. this when trying to catch an Eevee, and I was at a, I've never ran a pokeballs before, and I ran out, oh. and I lost that Eevee. So I I spent my first bit of money in the game. Yeah, you did five dollars worth of pokeballs. Five dollars worth of pokeballs. And now, so what's the strategy here? Is the strategy to go to the Poke Stops more often than I am? Probably. Well, the, the strategy is to find a place in your town or wherever mm-hmm. you live. Mm-hmm. I know you live in New Hampshire, so this might be a little bit more difficult. Not, not quite the Atlanta mecca yeah, that you have. I mean, I, yeah, like it's easy for me. Let me. Uh, I'll send you screenshots later of what it's like near me. But you need to find a place where there's a lot of Poke Stops, mm-hmm. and what you do is you literally just walk the block. Because they reset every five minutes, so you just okay. literally walk around the block, get up the Pokestops, walk around again. And now, there like, is an area in Milford that's got, like, four of them, I want to say. There you maybe, go. Maybe five. Just, yeah, hang within out. A, within up. a little block, you know. Is it a walk or a, is it, like, a park or something, you know? No, it's, like, the town center or yeah. oval, as we call it. There you go. Just walk around the block a bunch. Okay, okay. You'll, you'll be surprised how fast you'll rack up Pokeballs. And if you're if people set out lures or you set up lure, you'll get 
a good bit of Pokemon, including Pidgey, which Pidgey are good to grind through if you if you're not familiar well, with the Pidgey. Grind. Why I already have tons of Pidgey. I kind of gave up on catching Pidgey. I got like no, no, no. Why? Why? Because I got two Pidgeots and I got two Pidgeotos, and I uh, why? Why do I need more Pidgeys? That's not. You don't understand the idea of the Pidgey. I don't. Clearly not, because I've got plenty of them. And I got a really powerful one. I got a. Pidgeotto at 309 combat power. I've got a 379 Pidgeot combat power. So this 309 guy I'm looking forward to evolve because he's going to be pretty powerful, I think. So you're looking at Pidgey. Like, yeah, Pidgey's a cool, I mean, whatever. Pidgey's Pidgey. But the cool thing about Pidgey is it only takes 12 candy to evolve Pidgey. This is a level you got mechanic, right? So, yes, it only takes 12. That means you only need to catch. Three, if you transfer the fourth one because you get an extra candy, or you only need to catch four if you keep them. I suggest keeping your Pidgey because what so, happens... So the strategy is to bank up a bunch of these, use a lucky egg, and like... Boom, you got it. Evolve How? them and ditch okay. it. You evolve into Pidgeotto, you ditch it. You don't need it anymore. You don't care about it. You don't get attached to your Pidgey. You use them. You grind them. You burn okay. through them. Okay, okay. Like, people, I, I've been talking to my friends, and a lot of people will be like, oh, another Pidgey. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, heck, yeah, another Pidgey. It's Pidgey, Weedle, and Caterpie. They all only need 12 candy to evolve. Yeah, Weedle and Caterpie I like quite So, a yeah, Weedles are just yellow. I, I got my first Butterfree today. Yeah. Oh, very nice, excited, very nice. But Butterfree is pretty great. But, yeah, just grind through Pidgey. It's always worth okay, getting a Pidgey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But this is like real life Pokemon, John. Now I'm thinking eventually. Right <laughs> through Pidgeys in real life Pokemon. <laughs> no, no. But I'm thinking down the line, you know how there's different regions of the Pokemon games. You got the ones from red, yellow, and blue, and all that. Yeah. And you've got Victory Road in all these regions, John. Oh, no, I'm going with this. Tell me, I'm gonna have to go to. Life. I'm thinking real life Victory Road within five years. They'll build this out. They'll have like a. This is like will be a real thing. Nintendo will like buy a, this a buy. The championships a, will be. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? That's not so, a bad so idea. Roads in each, you know, in each of the major regions. I mean, I think that's the, the only aspect missing from this, uh, right? You got the well, gems. Pokemon centers are missing. Well, those will, those will. They got those in Japan already. You know? Well, I mean, no, I mean in the <laughs> game, like they yeah, have in the game, stops, yeah. but What's they don't the have like. Are stops in the games? Are those basically the well, same Pokemon, thing as centers? There's no such thing as a Pokemon stop in the real Pokemon game, but a Pokemon center in the real game heals all your Pokemon. Um, mm, true. So I don't know if they're ever going to add that or anything. I think it'd be. I think hospitals, cool. all hospitals, become Pokemon centers. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> cool. It'd be, it'd be cool, if, you know, be able to go to a place and just flip, you know, spin the little thing, and boom, all your Pokemon are recovered. Especially if you fight in the gyms a lot. Uh, so I picked my team, Mr. John. And what's your team? Team Valor. Which is that? That's that, red. That, red. Oh, that's red. That's yeah, red for victory. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a big, strong color. Red can't beat it. <laughs> it's the color of war. You know. You know. Right? Is that good? Do you want war? I, I in Pokemon Land, it's they're they're fighting creatures. Sure. You don't sure. want peace for your Pokemon. Well, I, well, mine don't fight that often. I just be real. Uh, it's very intimidating. These gyms. I mean, yeah, some of these uh, the common powers are crazy. Uh, so, one thing I wanted to do in today's show is well, list out your top like five combat power Pokemon. <laughs> okay. I want to see how far along you are with okay. with it. And also, I was wondering 
I see this power up stuff. What's this power up stuff? Does this the permanent powering up of combat power? What's that do? Yeah, that's permanent combat power up. It, it takes Stardust and Candy to do. Okay, okay. Each and... Pokemon has a max CP. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the same for every Pokemon, and as you level up, it will increase. If that makes sense. Interesting. Well, yes. Is there a cap in that? Each Pokemon has a cap, yes. Okay, so that, is that indicator at the top, that little arc, is that the indicator of so cap? That, that indicator is the cap based on your current level. So if I level uh, up, it will grow, it will, the gap, it'll be a bigger gap once I level up. Okay. Is there a maximum level yet determined in this game? I don't know. So once you get up to level like 20, it, I hear gets, it's difficult. it yeah. gets really insane. Obviously, okay. I'm sure they're trying to like slow down people from just, you know. Well, I do like – so we'll get to our top five in a second. I do like – so initially I thought, why can't I buy candies from Pokemon? And now I understand this, John. Oh, I because like you, you, can't you can play. actually – so most free-to-play games, it's more free-to-win Pokemon Go is not free or, or not pay to win. Pokemon Go, there's no mechanic in the game where you're buying your way to victory, as no. far as I can tell. You cannot you, avoid going. You yeah, have you, to go out. Yes. You have to go out and you have to catch Pokemon. Now, you're able to buy Pokeballs, which everyone can get for free. Um, you can buy lures to catch more Pokemon. Which you can also get for free at certain level ups. Yes. So there's nothing really in here that you, that that's pay to win, which is a cool no. thing. If I you like could buy that. candies, it would be pay to win, right? I think so, yeah. Being able, like, that means my friend who, named Brian, who who's one of these people, I, I love him, but, you know, he gets into a game and he spends – a lot of his money. That's his game. He spends all his money on the game, and that's cool because he like like the game. People like my my cousin, who's eight years old, who has the same game and has an allowance of ten dollars, who can't spend the same money as him. You can't does, even yeah. You can't even buy eggs. Exactly. He doesn't. He does have an advantage. So in this in Pokemon, it's cool that there is no. You cannot buy. You can't buy candy, so you can't overpower your Pokemon based on how rich you are. <laughs> yeah, and you can't you can't even buy eggs. You have to go to Poke Stops to get those or level up, right? Yes. You can buy lucky eggs, which I thought, hey, that's gonna hatch a Pokemon, but no, that doesn't even hatch anything. No, no, no. What happened? Yeah. That's a weird thing. Why is it? Why? What's with the lucky egg? Is that it's a, for uh, level? You know, makes you level up faster. And I, I get that, but it doesn't hatch anything, right? It's uh, what's the description they use? Let me read the description. It's a weird thing. Why? Why is it not some other like trinket that you carry? A with lucky you? egg that's filled with happiness is what it said. So it's not filled <laughs> with Pokemon. It's filled with happiness. It's an egg that's filled with happiness. What kind of creature hatches or uh, you know births this egg? What happiness. Kind of, a happy to, like the sun. You know, a smiley sun face. Yes. So. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Don't, don't hate them. It's just it's a weird thing. Uh, so I, I do appreciate that you can't actually pay to win in this game. It's me too. It's a bizarre thing, and I think the, I think because of that too, you're getting more people spending a little bit amount of money. I think like, so because I don't feel like, like cheated. Yeah, and I, so I think you're getting like people that like I'll spend five bucks on some pokeballs. You'll have people that buy some lures. Um, you get the business owners buying lures, of course, exactly, but, uh, yeah. um, well, but I think distributed spending is happening versus the, in most, most, uh, free to play games, you'll have these, what they call whales that spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Yeah. I think more likely in this game, you're going to have 
a bunch of just little purchases. Then you old business owners, you probably spend $100 a month, if not more, in this game. They'll, they'll buy as many lures as they can each and every day. Um, <laughs> well, I think that's a new thing. Yeah, I think businesses will spend a lot of money in this game. Yeah, I know a couple of restaurants that always have lures set up. I yeah, don't know so if it's, it's, an, it's an investment for them. Well, honestly, it might, a lot of times it might be the customers, too, who come in who want to oh, sure. right. hang out, drink some beer, and get some Pokemon or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the lures, are those more effective than incense in your... Incense? Uh, really, incense, if you're walking around, are okay. Yeah. But it doesn't... It, it's all random Pokemon. It doesn't help you. It doesn't bring Pokemon in that area closer to you. All it does is really just generate random Pokemon. The lures do the same thing, but the lures seem to be more powerful. It seemed to be a little bit better at bringing in more Pokemon consistently, I'd say. Like, I've had okay. incense where I've hatched an incense. I just didn't seem to get much for, like, 15 minutes. Where with the lure, I can... I feel like every time I see a lure, you can hang out there and rest assured there's probably going to be a Pokemon. Okay. Interesting. So, so the incense, uh, I'm kind of like, eh. Okay. So let's get to our top five. Um, your number one, what is it? It is Executor. Ooh, I caught my first one of those today. You know, it's uh, the evolution of Execute. Oh, so by, yeah, I got the Execute today. Yeah, he's CP1254. Uh, okay, my Execute is 110 that I caught today. I'm not nice. sure if that's good or not. So what, what was your combat power on that one? Uh, 12.54. Okay. My highest is Pyro, uh, which is my Flareon, Flareon. at 6.33. Nice. So he's my highest. Um, you burned some Eevee candies on him. I did. So I've got all the Eevees now. The number two is Rainer, the the vault, the water, Vaporeon? the Vaporeon, yeah. at 5.23. Then Sparky. Yeah, is my number third. So all my top three are, are the EVs. Like four sixty, four sixty. Nice. And um, then I got Pidgeot at three seventy nine, and Hypno at three fifty. So oh, those are my top five. I do, are those not easy to find or not in my area? No. Okay, okay. What are your other four? Uh, I have a Starmie, my second. Oh, nice. Caught it wild. Yeah, it was really epic. How high is it? Uh, Ten thirty eight. Very nice. Now, what uh, level are you? That should... I'm level. Uh, I'm level twenty. Okay, so you're up there. I'm up there because I I've been going out a couple nights a week and, and doing the Pidgey grind. Like, okay. if you want to level up, I'm telling you, it's the Pidgeys. <laughs> the Pidgeys, okay. Um, Vaporeon, it's my next. Nice. Uh, Ten twenty-seven. Uh, then I got a Slowbro at a uh, ten twenty, and Very then nice. a Clefable at nine thirty-eight. Very cool. So I, I caught a Slowbro. I was very happy about oh, that that's catch. Cool. Uh, I also caught a Rhyhorn at 292. Very what? Happy about that. Really? Yeah. I don't see any Rhyhorn. And, and I guess this is region specific to the United States and Canada, Taurus. Taurus, yeah. Yep. I, so I guess there's region specific Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, that can be in, in eggs. So if you're not in America, you can get a Taurus through eggs, right? Yeah, yeah. You can still get all of them through eggs, but trading's going to come. Trading is going to come, but apparently it's only peer to peer. They're only going to do Bluetooth or NFC. So another limitation, just like not being able to buy candies, where I think it's going to be a good thing. I think the region stuff. The region stuff. You're going to have to go through the eggs. You're just going to yeah, have to do the eggs. No 
They should let the region trading happen over the internet. Just make it, but as soon as you do that, it's just it's over. Like everyone's going to have everything. Okay. So what? Okay. So why do it? You know, make I mean, it. Make that's it, the way that it is in the games, right? The other games. Make. I mean, no, they're they're not trying to make it like it is in the video game. They're trying to make it like it's real life. Okay, so well, Pax East is where I get my region ones, and basically, right? exactly, yeah, like like if, if <laughs> people Pokemon, coming in from out of town go to meet people and trade with them in real life. Yeah, so you're gonna fly to America and we'll trade our region. Exactly. I mean, okay, uh, okay. Next year at Pax East, there yeah, we go. Get, get your far fetched. So, so what are some of your cooler? catches uh i got a magmar tonight magmar. i think i got him what number is he magmar is the uh fire looking duck okay okay uh, it's pretty cool i, I yeah, got a scyther nice uh, scyther i've got a couple tauros um gaslies i got a honor honor is cool I caught Pikachu in the grocery store the I've other day. Yet, yeah, I've not yet to seen a wild Pikachu. I I caught him. So happy about this guy. Um, a lot of Magikarp. I'm trying to get a Gyarados, so I'm getting a lot of Magikarp. I got one Magikarp. Very excited about that one. It takes 400 to evolve it. <laughs> You're able to find these easily? Oh. There's a, a Magikarp spawn next to my work. So I just go on my lunch break, sit there, and just, like, get Magikarp my whole lunch. Oh, brilliant. I have 231 Magikarp candy. Wow. <laughs> that is impressive, John. Yeah. Most, I mean, they're easy to catch, right? They're they just, like, flopping. They're super around. easy to catch, but, man, that, it's literally you have to catch 101 The of one them. Magikarp I found is in the nowhere Milford, so I'm not sure I'll be catching You got to be by uh, water. You got to hang out by the water. Okay. They like water. Now, Meowth. I was very excited. I saw Meowth during my run, and I threw a ball, caught him, and then he jumped out and ran away. Very yeah, angry with this. Yeah, very that's angry. frustrating. It is, because he's one of the cooler ones. And then I also missed an Oddish. Uh, he ran away after I caught him. Very, very disappointing. Nice. Love Oddish. I, I caught uh, Weeping Bell. Very excited about that one. Oh, that's awesome. It's Those cool are... when you catch the middle evolution. It's fun when you Yeah, you like don't this. see those too often, yeah. And then I caught a horsey. I was very excited about this little seahorse guy. I like that guy. Now, have you seen any on your nearby radar that nearby radar that you weren't able to find or catch or anything like that? Um, I haven't really used that that much. All of the ones nearby I have caught currently. Because um, I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw a Dragonair on mine and I couldn't find it. Huh. I spent like 15 minutes looking for it. Now, I think I'm done with Rattata. Slash rat eradicate. I think I'm just done with messing around with that guy. Yeah, I don't really mess around with them because unlike Pidgey, it takes a lot more to evolve them, so it's not worth my time. And I tried catching eradicate in the wild. That that guy was stubborn. He just did not. Yeah, I gave up on. It's like that stupid rat. That stupid rat. (laughs) Um, I I sometimes go for him if there's nothing else, just to get experience and stardust. Because I have no idea how I'm going to catch enough Pikachu's to get a Raditu though. You gotta uh, hatch the eggs. They come out of two kilometer eggs. Okay, okay. Two so kilometers. A bunch two. of luck. Yeah, um, I got eight eggs in in the queue. I got to do some more running. Yes, you do. I have Vulpix. Very excited about that one. Yeah, and I got one. two two Mankeys. Oh, that's cool. And Seal was a fun one. I have yet to see a Seal. Oh, yeah, I got Seal. And then I got four Krabbies. I'm trying. I got 20 Krabby candies. I need 50 to get the. 
the bigger guy. I caught it wild, Kingler, his evolution. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. But I'm so I'm the most exciting thing from from that Saturday is getting all the EV evolutions. It's one of my favorite Pokemons. There's like seven of them in the real game or the fuller games. But uh, very happy to have all four. Very happy about that. So, um, gyms, have you done much battling there? I've done one or two, and uh, I just got destroyed. So, yeah, I tried really. one just to see what it was like, and uh, eh, uh, not very strong Pokemon for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The first time I did the gym, I don't know if I talked about this last time, but I'm Pokemon faint. Well, I I'm used to the Game Boy games where it's turn based. Oh no! And this is not turn based. This is like you just go at it. And I was sitting there for literally thirty to forty five seconds, going, "When's it gonna be my turn?" And it wasn't until my Pokemon, my first Pokemon, fainted that I realized I think I just do it, and it's like not turn based, which is obviously how it is. It's not turn based. Not really. So that threw me off the first time, not knowing what to expect. You know, living with Pokemon for 20 years and only knowing how to battle one way. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's interesting. Now, uh, but you any know, tricks with Zubats, those things annoy the heck of me. I just, just, just I catching just, them. I just said ignore them. Because I, I want to evolve one of them, but... Oh, oh you don't have evolution. Yeah, I got 34 yeah, of them. Yeah. I got 34 oh, you're candies. Close. You're close. You only need, like, what, four or five more? I guess, yeah. Three. They're so annoying to catch. They just fly all the way around. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. They're annoying. I've always hated them. There's no trick in <laughs> catching them better, is there? No. Okay. Uh, throw the ball higher than you think you're supposed to. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. all I can say. So I got a bunch of Stardust. I haven't used Stardust yet. I think I'll just hold off until I'm ready to start getting competitive with, with the gyms, right? Uh, it's good to kind of power them up. Before you evolve them. Really? Because, well, the, like we said before. So you want to max them out on that level and then they're, they can get higher. Well, what happens is the, it's all based on percentage. So if you have a low CP percentage for that Pokemon, when you evolve it, that means mm-hmm. it's going to have a low, a lower CP per print percentage after you evolve it, which means you're going to have to use even more Stardust on that Pokemon than you would have if you had just used it on the evolution before, if that it makes sense. It has the same, it can have the same potential though, if you just put more Stardust into it. But the Stardust, I think it costs more on the, it, like okay. it's, it's, so I'm pretty sure you're better off. Yeah. And some Pokemon I've noticed I've caught are stronger than others. It's kind of interesting. Like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've used a lot of my Stardust. Okay. Okay. So let's um, get into some Pokemon Go stories, as there's many this week. This is week three, John. Week three. is now out in Japan, finally. It was delayed because they were partnering with McDonald's in some capacity. <laughs> and it actually got delayed because it got that news got leaked. They, they, they did not like that, I guess. There's they something. delayed it because they, that got That leaked. is something I heard, yes. That's, I'm not sure how accurate that, that is. seems crazy. Yeah. So... Um, it's launched in Japan. I'm trying to find. Um, let's see. It's now available in over 30 countries. Really? That's a lot. And, and it's still number one on the app stores. 
Oh, of course, yeah. Which it, I don't see anything topping it anytime soon. Uh, so McDonald's will become gyms is what uh, the story is saying. Which, uh, cool. I don't know. Um, is this going to get you to go to McDonald's and... I don't know. Get, get your double cheeseburger while you get your Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I think the the sponsored location should really be um, Pokemon centers, as you're saying. I think that'd be cool. Uh, you know, if they have some sort of toy tie-in, like, hey, get your Pokemon toys while you're at McDonald's. I'm, you know, I might you know, go. Oh. They've had they've had Pokemon uh, toys with toys in the past. It seems like everyone has. Burger King's had them. KFC has had them in the past. Oh yeah, um, McDonald's has had them in the past. Yeah, they've gone all around. So as you said, trading is coming. Um, they're saying either by NFC or some other options will be available. I'm thinking NFC on Android because iPhone that will not be available. Yeah, probably Bluetooth peer to peer, Wi Fi peer to peer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was at Best Buy this week. And I noticed on so Best Buy's homepage on their website, they've got a big Pokemon thing there. <laughs> uh, let me pull up the screenshot. So go catch them all. Make sure you're stocked up with all the accessories Pokemon trainers need when playing the game. And they've got battery cases, um, wearable tech to track your heart rate while catching po- track your steps and heart rate while catching Pokemon with the smartwatch, uh, bike mounts. And then in the store, I went to the store, John, and once you walk in, they got this neon sign with Pokemon. It's like all there. You got the, your gift cards for the app store and Android's play store. They're, they're pimping it out, man. It's like, Oh yeah. In the stores. It's crazy. They're pimping it out. I, I, I've heard, I mean, Amazon's battery packs, the prices have gone up a ton just based on, you know, people buying them more. So. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. That's what, I mean, Amazon does that, if you don't know, based on okay. trends. They'll tweak it a little bit. Um, <clears throat> they have, like, a, a max high and a max low, and they're trending higher now, obviously, because more people are buying them. So it's crazy how this, this has changed people's uh, habits. Yeah. Even, you know, every stores that have nothing to do with the game are selling stuff that has to do with it. So everyone's making money. So this um, this watch thing, this wristband accessory that's coming out. Yeah, what about it? It's I didn't quite get it at first. So evidently, it'll let you catch Pokemon by just clicking on it, right? Yes, as long as you've caught that Pokemon already before. This seems like the ultimate runner tool, where I don't even have to deal with the phone. I can be running and vibrates and just tap it, and I can get Zubats, which are normally pretty hard to catch, right? Yeah, yeah. This now, is like, so this also, yeah, yeah. This eliminates the stubborn Pokemon if you already caught one of them, right? It, it does. I'm not sure if it guarantees that you catch it though. So there might still be okay, you know, a chance that it will run away. Okay, this makes it. Kind of more interesting to me. I'm like, it makes get... it, uh, it's like a grind button for Pokemon. I think kinda. I kind of yeah. want one now, though. Oh, I want, I've wanted one. Yeah, I didn't see the feel of this. I'm looking through this Mac World article on Pokemon Go, uh, 
is Pokemon Go's really a runner's best friend, and it kind of goes through some different things, some different runner apps that are looking at integrating in some way for, like, routes that are good for that, for catching Pokemon. And it uh, mentions a wristband at the end, which which would be a really good addition for runners because there would be less uh, the necessity to stop and walk. You know? <laughs> Uh, I think it's cool because people see you got that little Pokemon thing. They know you play, and then you know instantly you can say like, "Hey, did you see that Pikachu over there or whatever?" You know, as I said last week, and you know, a couple of weeks, you'll have people going out in their 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 uh, team gear. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure where I was last night. There were people selling like T-shirts and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a thing. Uh, logos right, or whatever. Right. Speaking of that. This really, really awesome, like, 12-year-old got featured on The Verge this week because she did this really ingenious thing. So, um, you know lemonade stands. We've had those growing up, right? Mm -hmm. She did this awesome thing of doing polka shops at, at, like, Pokemon stops. So, it's called Pokestop Shop, and she's got... Three different uh, on her table. She's got blue, red, and yellow for the different teams. In the blue side, she's got blue cups with blue cool drench Doritos Oreo minis. <laughs> In the red one, she's got the red nacho cheese Doritos. She's got nutter butters. And in the yellow one, she's got lay potato chips with mini vanilla wafers. And uh, she's got these pictures of, uh, I believe, lemonade. Um, but she's got <laughs> imprinted on them, like the logos of Valor uh, and the other ones there. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So here we go. So Team Mystic has mixed berry Kool Aid. This is fifty cents. Uh, wild cherry Kool Aid for Team Valor, and country lime lemonade for um, for the yellow team. So I love this, and it's uh, price really reasonable. Oh, uh, the Mystic is Gatorade, actually, and as is um... – oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, there's multiple fl- multiple things. There's Gatorades and Kool-Aids, it looks like. So she's all she's all set here. What's that, John? What if I want a different flavor that's not in my team? Well, you're portraying your team in that case. <laughs> now, I got to say, looking at this table – the yellow team seems the the least appealing to me. Like I'd never want to be in the yellow team. Either <laughs> either blue or red seemed like the best of the the two there. I I don't see many yellow teams taking gems. What like, what is their t- values as team instinct? I don't know. They need to step up their game though if they want to represent cuz I, I don't I don't see them out there on the gems much. <laughs> it's always blue or red. And she has a Pokémon shirt on, of course. But I think this is ingenious. This you know, this little kid doing poker shops, taking advantage of of, uh, of of everything going on. You know, everyone wins. Yep, everyone wins. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant idea. What's next in your Pokemon Pokemon news of the week? So much Pokemon. We should quickly mention you can name. Well, this was true, at least on Saturday. You could name your Pokemon after the anime season one um, Eevees to get the Eevee evolutions so they're not random. So Sparky, Rainer, and um, yep. what was the other one? 
Uh, pyro. Uh, pyro, yeah. Yeah, so you could do that to uh, evolve your Pokemon, your EVs correctly into those different ones. Uh, did you see that uh, battery case? I think you put this in here. The battery case. It's I hilarious. A couple of these. Yeah, I it's hilarious. A couple of them on Etsy and stuff. It doesn't look safe. Uh, no. this, yeah, this one looks like it's kind of going to explode. <laughs> there's wires. They're just like there. Exposed. Yeah, there's no like insulation or like anything. Uh, but those... I'm curious. Well, yeah. Mo- I, mean, cool I wonder idea. if Mofia will launch a uh, Pokemon Go themed uh, battery case. Nintendo needs to partner with Mofia or whoever and like make an official licensed one because that, that crap would sell like nuts. People would totally pay a premium to have an official, like, Pokedex, you know, phone, Pokemon Go, charger, battery pack, whatever. They'd have to make yeah. it a couple different times. Obviously, there's a lot of phones, different types of phones. But, yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, these are cool. A lot of a lot of little accessories and trinkets already coming out for people in Pokemon Go. I've seen a lot of these. I've seen a lot of people walking around with battery packs in, like, their pockets and stuff. So... <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's a little bit more imaginative than that. So uh, two different apps or services have capitalized on Pokemon Go this week. The first is Razer, uh, a chat app for Pokemon Go. Basically, the concept is it um, opens up a chat mechanism for people within a close radius. So it's uh, basically trying to encourage chatting between Pokemon Go players through their app. I'm not sure if it will or not. I'm not sure if it is even necessary. I think you can talk to people. Um, the other one that made the headlines was Pokedates. Pokedates? I saw that. Did you see this? So what, I like set up a, like a date you want to go catch Pokemon? Yeah, so projectfixup.com has, is a dating site, I guess. I've never heard of this before now. But they've got like a subsection of that called Pokedates. Um so basically, you answer a few questions about yourself and what you seek in a Pokemate. Whenever specialists will review your Poke profile, you share your schedule, let you know when you're free, and confirm you'll get an email with details about your Poke match and time and place to meet your first Poke date <laughs> is free. Uh, just show up at the right time and place and catch them all together on your Poke date. So, yeah, that's the thing, though. Everyone's cashing in. Everyone's cashing in. Speaking of cashing in, mm-hmm. I kind of thought this when Pokemon Go first came out, but I and I was gonna tweet it like a lot of things I I always say, I'm gonna tweet that, but I never do. Yeah. Um <laughs> oil prices have gone up because of Pokemon. Now why would this be John? Well, the more supply and demand, oil's in demand because more people are driving around catching Pokemon, so the price of oil is that why? Okay, I was curious because, like, aren't you outside and walking? Well, and but you have to go. You have to, you have to get your car. True, most true. Places, especially in America. You know, that you is interesting. That's true. We're not a walking country. Exactly. we're in certain cities. And I know it's bad, but I know there's people out there driving and playing Pokemon. So. They are. There are those people. So, yeah, I kind of thought, hey, will Pokemon Go make gas prices rise because more people are out driving? Uh, it kind of seems like it might be so int- cool. I mean, yeah. not cool, cool, but not cool. But interesting, not. yeah, it's uh, changing the world, so to speak. Uh, according to Apple, they told iMore 
that Pokemon Go has set an App Store record with more downloads in its first week than any other app in the store's history. Wow. And this is all done without ever being featured in the rotator banner. Never, before. yeah, never on the ne- featured page. Apple basically ignored this app. I this, think it had some promotion on Google Play, which I've heard that might be a reason Apple kind of ignored it because, like, it's Niantic and all that. It doesn't I don't know. need well, it, uh, whatever. It doesn't. They knew it didn't need it. I think the people at Apple still, are nerds, though, and still, they knew though. it didn't need it. It shot up to number one instantly the day, yeah, like the true, minute true. it came out. Like, why feature it when it's featured everywhere else? Well, I mean, you can say that. So, so when Star Wars hit iTunes for the first time. Ever they the, every rotator changed to Star Wars. They changed all seven rotators to Star Wars. The, no movie had any other shot in that's, the iTunes store at the time. Well, and everyone's going to buy Star Wars. That's right? true. But the I here's a here's a different the the app scene is much different than the movie scene where, and the app business is much different than the movie business. Apple owes it to their developers to put that stuff up front for them. You know. Mm-hmm especially the indie ones, and there's no need for them to put Pokemon Go up there. I suppose. You're right, John. You're right. I just like to see stuff up there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's hilarious that, you know, Star Wars, basically every other movie got pushed out of the rotator, (laughs) and they had seven different ones with different images created for Star Wars. There's not many movies out there. There's a lot of apps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair point, yeah. Like every day, uh, how many freaking apps come out? Like a lot. It's insane. Yeah. So here is Nintendo's release about Pokemon Go and how they expect it to impact their financial future, which I'm kind of surprised by their response. Here it is. Niantic, a U.S.-based company, has begun to distribute distribute the Pokemon Go application for smart devices in Japan today. The mobile game application is developed and distributed by Niantic, the Pokemon company, which is an affiliated company of Nintendo um, company. Holds the, uh, Nintendo holds the ownership rights to Pokemon. The Pokemon company is going to receive the, a licensing fee as well as compensation for collaboration in development and operation of the application. The company owns 32% of the voting power of the Pokemon company. That is Nintendo. The Pokemon company is the company's affiliated company. Accounted for by using the equity method. Because of this accounting scheme, the income reflected on the Nintendo's consolidation business results is limited. Also, a peripheral device for use of the application Pokemon Go Plus, which will be produced and distributed by the company, is scheduled by it for release. So this accessory is being released by Nintendo themselves, is what yes. that says, basically. Yep. All of the above are reflected in the financial forecast ending in March 31st, 2017, as set forth on April 27th, 2016. Taking the current situation into consideration, the company is not modifying the consolidated financial forecast for now. The company will make a timely disclosure when the company needs to modify its financial forecast. So they're not changing their financial uh, quarterly or yearly results. Is they're not guessing any change because of this, which is staggering to me. Uh, they're just being conservative, you know. Being conservative, they'll, they'll surprise us all. And oh, look at this—we made a much more extra I money. Mean, we kinda, didn't expect. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So that that's that's their that's the word from Japan. <laughs> no more. No, we're not making any money now. No, we're not making money. Uh, 
I think the last bit is uh, a live action Pokemon movie coming out next year, John. Is this, this is the uh, Pikachu Detective? Detect- Pikachu Detective looks like one of the most bizarre movies ever. I haven't uh, seen live any, action. There's screenshots or anything? I haven't seen anything. I've not seen anything like that as as of yet. Uh, Detective Pikachu, which uh, Detective Pikachu is a game that they're making a movie out about. And I'm not quite sure what it's about at this time. Universal is doing distri- distribution outside of Japan. Um, yeah. Really? Did they do – didn't Warner Brothers – I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers did Pokemon movies, like the anime movies. They may Interesting. have. They may have. Is this live action? Yeah, well, it's live yeah, action. Universal, too, is doing that, that theme park collaboration, so it makes total sense. Oh, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Yep, this does make sense. Huh. And yep. very interesting. Yep. So, Mr. John Sonic, he he always gets us excited, John. But does he ever deliver, Mr. Sonic? This Sonic doesn't. This is the best looking Sonic in a while. You know, we say that every time, Jeff. We really do. We uh, say it was the Sonic World or whatever. Uh, so many years, a couple years ago, Nintendo and we thought, you know, so Nintendo's collaborating with 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 Sonic Team. So this is going to be the best Sonic games ever, and they ended up being duds. Uh, Sonic uh, World, it was like Lost a game. World. Lost World, yeah. And then they made the Boom Games, which uh, not as exciting the, either. Did the, did the Boom Games ever look good? Like Lost World looked like okay, this might be. Yeah, it looked like Galaxy. Okay, it looked looked like it'd be the Galaxy of Sonic. It looked great. Yeah. yeah so that was that was yeah okay that was a disappointment. But Boom never looked like it was going to be good, did it? It always uh, it, well like no no it had it had a good launch like it red sweater uh, accompanied uh, headed by ex naughty dog guys one of the best development teams in the world so you had high hopes that you, this development team would do it right like it would be a different kind of Sonic game more of an action adventure kind of Sonic game from naughty dog creators which that sound kind of curious to me you know the Crash Bandicoot guys maybe I don't know yeah well. Didn't so that they yeah, didn't pan out with that one. <laughs> Apparently, this new Sonic game, which is what they're calling it, like there's Sonic two. 2017. So there's two. There's Sonic Mania, which is the one confirmed for PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And you're saying MX. I didn't see that anywhere to, to yet for me, at least. Um, and that's coming out spring 2017. Is that what we're hearing? Uh, if, if this is the one, I've only seen one of them. There's only one trailer out. Well, wait, I just saw a different trailer here. There's two trailers, I guess. I'm just uh, watching the trailer where there's two, like, there's the old school Sonic and there's, like, the new school Sonic. Yeah, so the trailer for Sonic Mania is basically about, let's bring back retro Sonic. So we're going to have, we're going to remass, so it's be a 2D original art style. We're going to add new zones to a game you already know. Like, I think it's basically taking the best of all the old Sonic games, Sonic 1 through Knuckles, probably, and adding some new zones to those games. Uh, You're going to have this game developed 
by indie studios currently making retro games that are very proficient at making games in that old school style. And Sonic Team's going to work with them in some capacity as well. But you're going to have um, creative minds that are very proficient at making good retro games. So that's Sonic Mania. Okay. Uh, so it, it looks great. It looks great. It looks like classic Sonic and done really well. And Sonic Project Sonic is made by Sonic Colors and Generations team. Mm-hmm. Which uh, this is the one confirmed for NX. Yep. I believe yep. I'm looking at the trailer now for the first time. I didn't know the trailer was out, but I believe this will be the 3D Sonic. Yes. In the nice. darkest times, so it's like Most a very definitely. very dark time. Um, the world needs a hero, and who else do you call? You call you call the Ghostbusters, and you call Sonic. You call Sonic. Uh, so holiday 2017, this is launching on NX. And it's a cinematic trailer, so no gameplay yet has been shown. What do you th- have you seen this whole trailer? I've seen the this? trailer. <clears throat> it, I mean, it says join the Renaissance, and they're showing old school Sonic. So obviously, they're trying to bring it back to the roots. You know, when Sonic was good. I can't. I need to see actual like gameplay footage until I can actually say anything. I've been Sonic is has such a history of burning people. It's just like it's way too hard to tell from this trailer. Like the trailer looks it's, cool. It's a cinematic trailer, though. Yeah, it's a cinematic trailer. Like if, if this were like a if this were what the game looked like, I'd totally be down and I'd be there because it looks fun. You know, it looks epic and fast and but is the game going to look like this and play like this? Uh, Sonic Mini is a pretty good safe bet. This one is less of a sure thing. Well, I feel like they did. I feel like every couple of years they redo these 2d Sonic games. Like the last time they did it, it was on the iPhone. Like the time before that they did it on the Game Boy Advance where they made Sonic Advance. Like, yep. Yep. They do this. They do this like every five years where they kind of like, Oh yeah, wait a second. We got 2d Sonics. It's kind of, this this will be the best one. Yeah. It's what Nintendo does with those new super Mario brothers games. Like they remember like, Oh yeah, we can, we can make it like we used to. And people, people buy it. Now, so, Renegade Kid has offered to port it to 3DS, Sonic Mania. We'll see if they take him up on that. Oh, yeah. Do it. So this is uh, 25 years of Sonic. It's 25th anniversary. And it was revealed at the 25th anniversary party. Now, I have been at a Sonic party before, John. What is that even? So I was at, e- I was at uh, Electronic... Exhibition E3 when the Vita launched and the Wii U launched back 2011. I want to say 11 because this is if this is 25 years, this is the 20th anniversary one. So it says 11, I believe. I'm not sure if that math is right, but uh, at the Sega hosted party, they, it was the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, you know they're giving out hats, so the Sonicare hats. All the drinks were blue. You had blue cupcakes. <laughs> you had um, the guy jamming out in the front of the room. Like the, I think either the composer of Sonic or somebody was on all these keyboards and stuff. You had these, um, you had these machine setups where you could play Sonic. 
It's a very bizarre thing. And the the booth that year at E three, a bunch of Sonic love there. I forget what what they uh, were releasing that year. I didn't know Sonic had that much of a all Evid- evidently, yeah. And, and so it was um, nearby where E three was. We had these rings. The pathway up to the the party, you just follow these rings up. It was, it's a very bizarre thing. Very, very. It was, a, it was, it was fun. But yeah, it's one of my my few E three experiences because I had a brief glimpse into that. I was there to look at iOS things, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, Sonic. Not Sonic. I yeah. But anyways, so yeah, Sonic is back. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see if he's we'll back see. for real. They're trying. They're trying. I think they're 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 like they're like trying to recognize that we don't we've been messing up for a while. We'll see if they 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 realize if that this is really going to be good or not. Now I did check. Uh, the Xbox One has a bunch of uh, of the Sonic games, like Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic Three, for like three yeah, bucks. Like I'm they've sure got a bunch do. of them on the Doesn't Xbox. Wii U? Is on the virtual console. Imagine they would be. Yeah, I think they are. Some of them. Now, let's see. Nintendo annual report. Is this one that you put in there? Yeah, a lot of money. So four point four billion in revenue. Yeah. Which that's in three. They're two ninety million in profit. Profit. So. That's good that they're profitable. Uh, I wish their percentages were were higher. <laughs> yeah, they sold a lot of software. I mean, forty eight million uh, for three DS. That's a lot of software in the quarter. Uh, it is copies of games in Wii U twenty seven million for the year fiscal year. This is the fiscal year. Excuse me. Um, they only sold three point two six million Wii U's in a, a year, John. Yeah, that's. It's kind of sad because right. PlayStation probably sells that in a month or two. Yeah, they do, no doubt. So, Same yeah. thing with 3DS, six point six point seven nine million. So not really that. Their soft, their hardware sales are definitely down. Yeah, I mean, 3DS is on. You know, it's obviously on a downward. It's a stronger platform than Wii U right now, though. It's stronger platform, fair. but you know, it's it's much, old. It's, it's old. old. It's sixty million. There's sixty million of them out there. So most people who want one already have one, probably. So probably, yeah. But still, it's still selling better than the Wii U, which no one has. So that's yep. the. And uh, it revealed there's just over five thousand Nintendo employees worldwide, which is very small. Very small, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's extremely small. And they reconfirmed launch of NX in March 2017 globally. Yes. And didn't they uh, reconfirm they're working on your uh, your project? The Pikmin? No, your uh, quality of life. Oh, yes. They did mention quality of life. Still in the early stages, though. <laughs> early stages. Okay. So. We'll yeah, what's what they do with quality of life? I don't know. Still a thing, though. Yeah, they got that sleep monitoring bed thing. That they they pitched. Yeah, I think they sell one of those like at Best Buy. Sure, sure they do. Uh, why things make something like that? Yeah, exactly. And in other news, you know the PlayStation Four, pretty popular system, but Nintendo is now worth more than Sony. 
<laughs> because of Pokemon Go. How about that? Because of a free app. I really should have invested in Nintendo prior to this launch. I didn't know it would be such a phenomenon, John. Yeah, me too. Did you know these? I, I couldn't predict this success. Were we talking about it like it was going to be a big thing? I We all thought it would be a flop, I thought. Because, like... Did you? Is that what all the early so impressions I got from the app it where it's like it sucks? That that's what I knew going in. Like this game sucks. It doesn't suck. I'm really addicted. It doesn't. No, it's actually pretty. For what it is, it's pretty great. Yeah, even people I know who really like honestly probably hate Pokemon are playing the game. They like they're into it. You know? Yeah. So. Good. So on Tuesday, Nintendo shares finished trading another 40% higher, meaning they have doubled in value since the launch of Pokemon Go on July 6th. This puts Nintendo's overall market value at $38 billion, topping Sony by 300 billion yen. <laughs> I'm not sure how much 300 billion yen is, but it sounds like a lot. Mm, it's not as much like... No, it's, it's a, at least a billion, right? Yeah, yeah, it's around that, I think. Okay. A lot of yen for dollar. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode when the Kramer uh, talks to these <laughs> Japanese men. It's like, they're rich. They've got like uh, a, thousand a thousand yen. A thousand yen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they spend, he spends all his money, so they, he ends up, yeah. It was, it was a great episode. Great episode. Anyways. Yeah, that's kind of curious. Uh Hope, uh, Animal Crossing, John. This yeah. is very exciting to me. Yeah, it's interesting and weird and what exciting. So uh, Amiibo Sports coming to New Leaf, the, the best Animal Crossing game that Nintendo's put out to date, in my humble best, but accurate opinion. is probably one of the best-selling 3DS games. I'd say so. If not the best. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious, John. So I loaded up this, this, this page, and the ad on the top is GameKit free poke coins? Check it out. GameKit.com. Let's see. You do here. Twelve hundred poke coins. Android. You will receive this reward for fifty six ninety nine points. Wow, this is something. You got to complete some quests. And this is something. Anyways, back to back to Animal Crossing. Um, explain this amiibo Animal- integration. Uh, well, I was just looking up. Animal Crossing sold ten million copies. It is the one, two, three, four, fifth selling game for the 3DS. So that's Mario Kart the the top selling. Uh, actually, Pokemon X and Y is. Oh, of course, of course, Pokemon. By, is. Yeah, fall by Poco or excuse me, fall by Mario Kart Seven, and then Pokemon Omega Ruby and Sapphire, a remake of a game that is old. How many did X and Y sell, John? For reference, fourteen point seven million. Okay. And, and Animal Crossing New Leaf sold 10 million. So I had to correct um, Brian of um, one of the financial podcasts who didn't think Pokemon games still sold very well. Oh, I, I, really? I, let, I let him know. Um, eh, you know, 14 million isn't too bad. <laughs> oh, did, did, did he respond or anything? He did. He well, he liked my tweet, so he favored it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think it was just ignorance that they, you know, if you're no, not, if you're not, yeah, yeah, if you're oblivious to the 3DS and the fact that these games still sell really well, you probably don't yeah, know it's no. still a thing. 14 million, over 14 million for any game is insane. So yeah, that's awesome. really good. I don't but, know what yeah. Call of Duty sells, but probably. 
I'm not sure a if it's a million, a, probably. Yeah, so probably not in that many numbers. Release. Um, but New Leaf, they're adding Amiibo support. Which is great, because I, I've, I've not wanted all this Amiibo game board stuff and homemakers. I don't want any of that stuff. I want New Leaf. So what are they doing with New Leaf? So this supports all the Animal Crossing figures and the cards. Including Smash and, versions? Uh, figures, Animal Crossing figures. So I think only this so the Animal Villager. Crossing series ones. So not and the Villager. Maybe Villager. Okay. Uh, may, maybe not Villager. I don't know. Okay. Um, I see it in any of the, like advertising or the you know the documentation or anything yep but apparently what you do is you scan your amiibo and you get the uh, uh, the, the like say if you scan a blue bear card blue bear is going to come and visit you in your town and then now that blue bear's there you have a better chance of blue bear moving into your town because you can talk to him and okay all that stuff so it kind of lets you manage the characters you want to see in maybe get to move into your town, which is cool. Uh, I think they have some other stuff where they're adding theme support. Like if you scan a Splatoon Amiibo, you get some, uh, like, furniture and other stuff. That's Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah, I saw Splatoon screenshots in there with, like, um, with it Splatooned out. But, yeah, they're adding the ability to scan your characters, and they'll come visit your town. So they'll visit your town. I thought you could get roommates through this. You can, yeah. I think that's the figure. I think, what is it? So you have I, cards and figures. They, they mentioned the roommate. It might be a whole separate feature, separate from Amiibo. I'm not sure. Because before it's just you in your house, and so now you can get a roommate. Is what it sounds like. Hmm. Now, do you think they worked on this once they saw the lackluster sales of these figures? I don't know, because it probably took a lot more work than... When did those things come out? It's been... It's been a while. Six months, probably. Right? I don't know. The sell- the cards have been selling well, so I don't really... The figures, though, have been tanking. Figures are... Yeah, no one really has been buying the figures. So um, maybe they're trying to get people to buy the figures with this update. It's possible, but it's... I don't know. You don't think they're that... Uh... I don't think they're that desperate to sell them. I think the cards have been selling well, and I honestly don't understand the update at all because the game is so old, and the people who – I don't know. It's just – I I guess Animal Crossing fans are very dedicated, so it makes sense to give them fans. It's a great like game, and uh, do you think you'll come back to this game, or have you done? are you done with New Oh, no, I'm definitely not done with it. Uh, I love the game. It's like it's the reason I bought my 3ds in the first place. I just didn't. It's. Uh, I'm wondering if there's something more to this that we don't know. That like maybe it has something to do with the mobile game that's coming. Hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, now laying groundwork to get that ready or something like that. I don't know. You should be excited by this. Two squirrels that look like Callie and Marie can move into town. <laughs> squirrels. Yeah, squirrels. Okay. So, yeah, you can get Callie and Marie squirrels. Uh, I will take them. Thank you. Yeah, that's the thing. So your your Amiibo should be valuable with that. And there will be furniture and clothing items based on Splatoon and the Squid Sisters. So you need the Callie and Marie Amiibo to enable that functionality. So, yeah, that's curious. I think I've done everything I can in that game. Uh, oh, do you have all the golden, like, Yeah, I got items. all the gold items. All right. I probably don't have every item. I haven't bought every item, probably. 
Mm, that's a lot of items. Uh, probably than that, but quite a bit of stuff. But yeah, it's a fun game to go back to. It's a little like virtual vacation. Like that music and sound design is so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Like, it really, a, yeah. That's it does. the first time I played it for the, the first time. Animal Crossing. It's like, so what, what's going on with this game? You're just like chopping down trees and collecting items. And it was more like the, it's going on this island and it's like this peaceful, relaxing environment for like 10, 20 minutes or more. Um, yeah. Anyways. Very cool. Um, what else? Uh, we got demos of Star Fox Guard in Star Fox Zero on eShop finally, so you can demo that stuff to see what it's like. That's cool. Never bad. Uh, maybe a little, little maybe a little late, but <laughs> maybe a little yeah, a little bad. late. I played uh two more missions of Star Fox Zero today. Uh the Land Rover one where I'm saving Peppy. Uh that was the one I finished with. Awesome. Not not bad. That was a pretty entertaining level. And the one before that was just brilliant. That 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 uh, just the fighting in mm-hmm. space, so good. So yeah, good. It, all the all the space levels are awesome in that game. And then um, let's see, Best Buy had a crazy sale, so I picked up Yoshi's Worldly War, World, and I got Xenoblade Chronicles coming. Those are both twenty four bucks down from fifty or sixty. So, and have you played Wooly? Did you play Wooly, Wooly World? I have not popped in my system yet. I played some um, at a friend's house doing uh, just the, the boss battles. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good so, game. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to dig into the full game. It's a very cute game from like yeah. all the, the, the Yoshis that are hand-yarned, knitted. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> woven? Yeah. Woven, yes. I don't woven. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 24 bucks for some really good Wii U games there. Uh, Star Fox was on the list as well. It was a Black Friday in July kind of sale, so I think it's done at this point. But uh, Yeah, I wish I had a reason, like I already own all those games. So. Yeah. Have you played Xenoblade yet, X? No. Have you done that? No. That's such a huge mod. It's such a huge game, right? Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm excited for that one. I'm not sure when I'll have time to start it, though. I got, I got a lot, lot on the um, queue, so to speak. Anyways, uh, another demo that's out, Metroid Prime Blast Ball for 3DS. Just uh, Blast Ball, right? Just Blast Ball. It's a demo. In Europe, they get a free version. I oh. guess it's different. We have the, the demo, and then Europe gets a... Is it because they like football better over there? I over there? think it's because NOA likes to put 10 uses or whatever per demo on their things. Lame. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Still cool that you it's get still a demo. Cool. I'll I'm excited that. to play it. Uh, I've not downloaded it yet. I forgot to plug my system to charge it up. <laughs> it's dead. Uh, now, have you seen this IGN hands-on video of the NES Classic, John? I did, yeah. It looks... Even Isn't better it, in person, yeah. Right? The, the size is hard to imagine just by the pictures because it just looks like an NES. They had in this video side-by-side with an original NES and this new classic coming out. It, it looks like the size of a fat iPhone. Yeah, it's really tiny. So tiny. And I'm hoping that cord is prototype length for the show floor. Why well, was it too short? Yeah. It's probably the length of the original one. No, no. Shorter, really? It was like, 
tiny short. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's like it was designed to be used with your Wii remote and not this console. That kind of short. Mm, maybe well. Maybe. I'm guessing it's pro type of length. I'm not. I'm not rushing any conclusions because maybe we'll get feedback. Because no one could play with this. Your console would be literally like on the table in front of you. Yeah, that's how people used to play. Not, not to that degree though, John. <laughs> this is like, boom! Here's your cord. The width of my body. Oh, they won't ship that. They, they can't. They can't. They can't. Yeah. I think it's just the trade show they were at. Comic-Con. Two more bits I got here. We got Super Mario clothing in Mitomo. That is still a thing. Is that still a thing? I guess. I've not launched that in forever. I I think I might have it on my phone still. No, I do. They've got a Bowser shirt and Koopa shirt and some other things that look kind of cool. But I'm done with that game. That (laughs) so cool Yeah, I'm pretty done with it. Yeah. It's not even really a game. It's like they tried to social work and they didn't update it. They didn't keep they, going they, at sh- it. they should morph it into Pokemon Go social network. I'm kind of, I mean, I'm sure Pokemon, I won't be surprised if Pokemon Go morphs into a social network where I can see what my friends are catching and sure. you know where, where they're at and what they're doing, you know, all that sort of stuff, maybe. Yeah. So. The last thing I have here is a really kind of great news article from 1986 out of the Milwaukee Journal. And it um, basically reviews the NES compared to other gaming systems, John. They talk about how horrible it is, probably. How horrible the Nintendo is. The headline, Nintendo fails to get its act together. This is about the original (laughs) NES, one of the most popular consoles of all time. Yeah. This is by Edward Semrod. Video game system reviewed. Nintendo Entertainment System. Graphics good. Audio very good. Game scrolling very good. Joystick controls poor. Number of games available 26. Prices deluxe set. Robot, light gun, two controllers and two <laughs> games 140. Basic set, two controllers and one game 80. Optional light gun 25 bucks. Games 22 to $35. Overall rating fair. The NES, when compared to the other two new game systems, Atari 7800 and Sega Master Systems, comes in third or in last place. Purchase of this system is not recommended. Oh. That is uh, the overview before you get to the rest of the article. Um, I kind of want to read some of this. Just I think it would be entertaining. Okay, here we go. Of three new game systems on the market, which one should you buy? To help you decide, I've obtained all of them, and over the next several months, I'll review each in detail. This week and next week, it's Nintendo's turn. The NES is not new. In fact, it is the oldest of the three systems. We haven't seen it because it has only been available since July 1983 in Japan. Over there, it is popular. (laughs) Nintendo controls 98% of Japan's game market, and over 6 million of these systems have been sold. In Japan, there are 85 games available for the NES. Here, we only get 26. Also in Japan, you get a tablet keyboard, or, or you get a tablet, a keyboard, a telecommunications device, and a micro disk drive. That you get, you get all, you get a tablet with the. I on. don't think there's any a of tablet. That is true, no, uh, I don't, never heard of that. I the disk drive is they have different format of games. I know. Um, telecommunications device. Oh boy. Uh, so, so from what is available in Japan, we can see what is in store for, uh, for us. 
However, the January 13th issue of Electronic Engineering Times states that Nintendo has already suspended development of ROM-based software. Game cartridges will put software on the discs. Where does that leave us who will want to add a $200 disc drive to a $75 game system in order to get new games? So this time of writing, he's thinking that they're going to discontinue cartridges of the NES and instead move over to the disc-based system that Nintendo would not really go with until the GameCube in <laughs> 2001. <laughs> that, okay, yeah, hilarious. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so the unit's shape shows its age. It is boxy rather than having the sleek wedge shape of the Sega or 7800 units. The NES is 10 inches wide, 3.5 inches high, and 8 inches deep. The front has the power switch, game reset switch, and the two non-standard 7-pin control ports. Also on the front is a door that opens to let you insert the game cartridge. You slide the game in and push it down, similar to the loading process in the older VCRs. The right side is two RCA phono jacks for connecting the unit to a computer monitor. Wow. Look at it. They're not connecting to a TV job, but a computer, computer monitor. monitor. Of course. A pair of monitor cables also is provided with the unit. The DAC has the power input, the channel 3 to 4 select switch, and the TV output jack. So you go to the TV output, but for the, the yellow connection, that's a computer monitor. Um, cable uh, to connect the unit to your TV is included with the system. The bottom of the unit has a 48-pin accessory port to be used for future Options, perhaps the disk drive. <laughs> there is no way the hardware controllers can be called joysticks. And it goes on and on. It's very great. So that's half the article. I, I'm not sure if I should go on, but it's pretty great. I saw a great uh, GameFAQs.com. Have you, you know, they used to be like the best site for finding walkthroughs and stuff. Okay. They used to have all these polls and someone a couple weeks ago posted one from the late nineties where it asked their users is the Pokemon fad over and like overwhelmingly like people were like, yes, it's over. Like Pokemon's done. (laughs) This was like the late nineties before saying like it's over already. And here we are like playing it more than ever. So Oh, boy. So uh, as far as the zapper, um, this is paragraph here. Pretty neat, huh? Not really. This again shows the age of the system. The Sega Phaser goes one better. The Sega gun in certain games will show you where your gun shot went if, you're, <laughs> if you didn't hit the target. That's what I don't like about the remake of Duck. You know, the duck, I don't want yeah, to see where the pointer is. Yeah. I want to, I it's more realistic shooting at the screen, not knowing where it's going, really. Um, Rob, um, let's see, what's it say about Rob? If you thought Intellivision discs were hard to get used to, you haven't tried anything yet. Rob was a big disappointment, and the games fall short on memory and therefore graphic screen detail when compared to Atari or Sega. One million bit cartridges. Uh, so yeah, interesting stuff. Anyways, do you have anything else this week? Uh, no, I think that's it. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. That that showed up on Twitter this week. Uh, I thought that was a fun thing to look into. Yeah, revisit. Yeah, you you just never know. You never know. 
It's like people saying Stand Louis. The it's like time. saying Louis is going to be a flop. You know, the original Wii. <laughs> like underpowered, not HD. Yeah, I mean, buy this. I think there were probably articles like that. The Wii's going to be a flop because you know, sure it's not people HD. Thought that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Mr. John, where can f- folks find you on the interwebs? You can find me anywhere at John Wesley A, and you can also find me at Classic Cartridges on Instagram. Cool deal. Uh, my handle is T-C-H-A-T-E-N. You can go to YouTube.com slash T-C-H-A-T-E-N for the video version of the show. Thanks for listening or watching. We'll be back next week for level 138. I'm sure there will be more Pokemon <laughs> news by then because <laughs> it's still going to be crazy. It's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Bye-bye. Ever think about becoming a podcaster? Thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard. Well, we have a solution. The Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast, and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting, and I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for primetime. time.